Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The Volume. Welcome in to another Game Day Reaction episode of Snaps. T-Bob Bear, Aaron Murray hanging out with you. And I would like to start by saying a very happy belated birthday to mm, our guy, Aaron thank Murray. You. Birthday yesterday, one of Atlanta's 50 hottest and um, now 33 years old, entering mm, his Jesus you. year. Uh, my Jesus year was so much fun. Absolutely loved it. 34 has been all right. Not nearly as good as 33. So have a time. Okay. Already here in chat, the Drew Aller takes are rolling mm. in. Uh, I got a lot of thoughts on both Michigan and Penn State. I think we'll probably start with the Michigan angle, given that yep. they're the big dog here, and then get into Penn State. Um, and then we'll even talk a little uh, Michigan, Ohio State, obviously, mm-hmm. at the end. So Please hit the like button, subscribe. The road to 8K continues. Y'all are killing it. Working better and better every single day. Um, John Walton, every year we're told Penn State is great, and every year they fold at the end. Yeah, look, we will get into it. But um, <clears throat> so here's the deal, Aaron. I, I know it's interesting because I know a lot of the takes in chat right now are all about Penn State, but mm. we have to start with Michigan. Um, real quick, Ryan Brumley in the chat, James Franklin, more like James Fucklin. That's I appreciate that. That's really wow. good. Uh, but this is look, we have to start Michigan because this was Michigan's first big test. Like we said, mm-hmm. we've never quite seen anything like it where you've had a team that we all believe is maybe the best team in the entire country, but they haven't played anybody, but they haven't played anybody for an entire season, like an mm-hmm. entire season's worth of game. We had never seen them been tested. This is the first time, and I would say they're very good. Yeah. Obviously, right? O line's great at running the ball at least. Um, well, I mean, look, I think that's a very good Penn State defense. Like, I don't, yeah, I, I, no, 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 100%. But, but whatever, like, O line's big as fuck. If I, I, I don't think they're Joe Moore, right? Um, JJ's efficient. I don't know that I think JJ's Heisman defense 
dominant, but like Penn State is kind of whatever offensively. So uh, don't get me wrong. Michigan is still amongst the elite teams that I believe should be favored to win a natty, but gone and dispelled in my mind, at least, are any notions that they are like the clear cut choice. Like no, the, the national championship feels more wide open at the end of this sixty-minute game than it did coming in. Well, and and it's, it's been it's been wide open the entire season. It was just now is is Michigan into the fold of the the Georgias, the Washingtons, the Oregon's, the Alabamas of the world, where it, they are somewhat human in certain aspects. Because before this, they 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 had taken care of business the entire season. Yeah, it was a it was a a pretty weak schedule, but they're kicking ass. Like they were dominating teams. Like no one else was doing against weaker perform, you know, weaker opponents. So yeah, I still think they're a top two or three team in America, no doubt about it. And let's not forget, this was a game on the road in which you just learned, I don't know, within the past 12 hours that your head coach is not going to be on the sidelines. So like you have to take that into account. These are 18 to 22 year old kids that lost their leader. That's a distraction. Like you, 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 you get on a plane, you land. And then you're told, hey, your head coach has been suspended for the next three games. Like, that's a lot to handle. Well, I'm not trying to make an excuse, but like doing that and then going into one of the most hostile environments in the country and handling your shit, I think that's a pretty damn good day if I'm a Michigan fan. Yeah, I guess. And 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 I guess you're right. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I know you're right. And I'm saying I, I'm, I'm trying to say the same thing. I'm probably doing a bad job of verbalizing it uh, because I'm treating Michigan right now with the hypercritical razor oh, yeah. right well, like, and i'll get into because, it with you about it be, because yeah. because they were because like we're not judging them on are they an elite football team we already mm-hmm. knew right we're judging them on are they the most elite and so you're yeah. right like i i i i i probably should have done a better job of crediting michigan because they did overcome a lot the environment was fucking awesome 11 a.m the penn state crowd always brings it they were fantastic and at first it felt like really good hard-hitting football and it's funny because mm-hmm. they even wrote it down like in terms of style of play i was like dude this is kind of fucking fun like when mm-hmm. you play old school pro style but you're actually talented that is fun to watch it got less fun as the game went on and i started questioning are Okay, it, like at first it felt like oh, these defenses are just awesome, and then it started to feel like, but mm-hmm. also these offenses are kind of bad, and, I, and, I was, and that's what it started yeah. to take away a little bit. And, and I was shocked, and I thought you made an excellent point on kind of our our side chat. It's hard to lose a Heisman when you're on the winning football team and playing the quarterback yeah. spot, and like yeah. that that's what happened to JJ, and and it's unfortunate he's been so good the entire season, and and I truly believe this was less of him. And them not trusting him and more of like early on that football game, the offense line just wasn't getting it done. I think like the first two third downs, you would ed- edge pressure off that right tackle. And, and he had to kind of escape for his life. So they're kind of like, listen, this is a, a loud environment. This is a fast athletic defensive line front seven for Penn State. Let's not put JJ in a position to make a mistake because we know if we don't make a mistake, we're going to get out of here with a win. And, and, and what have we said for Georgia and now Michigan and all the other elite teams that like the, the, the six or seven teams that can truly make it. What have we said? Just don't screw up. Just don't lose. And I think Michigan without Jim Harbaugh, that was the mindset. If we don't lose this game in the sense of giving it away, we're going to walk out of here with a win on the road against Penn state. Like well, they're going to put themselves in a situation to have JJ get a strip sack, fumble, whatever it is, throw an interception, just run the football, eat up the clock, shorten the football game and trust your defense against once again, who I've been saying the entire season, a not very good Penn State offense. Yeah, you have been on it since day one. Uh, the numbers, w- like, and, and that's how you know that Aaron's hashtag watching the film. 
because Penn State led the Big Ten in scoring mm-hmm. much of the year, but you have now seen that it was uh, a bit fake mm-hmm. and then propped up. And, and so I kind of feel for JJ in a way because the game flow really dictated, like the Penn State offense was so lifeless that, yeah, Michigan didn't have to mm-hmm. really exert themselves or take risks offensively. But yeah, he had an anti Heisman performance in a top 10 win on the road. Yeah. Something that I thought would be impossible. Mm-hmm. And look, I'm sure the coach afterwards is going to tell you that he was exactly what he needed to be. But if I'm a Heisman voter, I need to have the guy that I'm going to vote for uh, be bigger and, and have more of a mm-hmm. discernible impact than what you felt today. I mean, sure, his leg showed up a couple times, but not really. And, and what mm-hmm. was it really? Chad is saying eight passes for 66 yards. Yeah. Is yeah. it really what it ended Se- at? Seven of eight, seven of eight. 60 yards. He was he was efficient running the football, but still the stat line doesn't really show it if you look at that. Eight carries for 34 yards. How about he, this? He, he, had, he has two Heisman moments this year, two opportunities. This game in Ohio State, that's all he had. The rest yeah. of them are just, the, the rest of those games, in my mind, are stat builders to win if you have good games against Penn State and Ohio State. Yeah. Then you throw in amazing stats on top of that that you accumulate by playing lesser opponents. Then it looks like a, a truly Heisman-type season. But now it's kind of like, okay, you have one more opportunity versus Ohio State. And I don't think having one great game against another top team is a good enough, in my opinion, to get it done. So that's one person check done. I think he's out of the comp- out of the race. And and I'm not and I'm yeah. not and I think because he didn't have, he didn't have the volume, he didn't have the volume stats no. anyway. Like no. he was gonna get by on hyper efficiency and wins, but this was just too unimpactful. Too unimpactful. And and this isn't a I'm down on JJ discussion right now because I think someone in my in my Twitter kind of said like you know he still he he did what he needed to win and like yeah 100 like at the end of the day this is an individual award and then as a quarterback like it would be great to win a Heisman don't get me wrong yeah you're there to win the football game and you understand that like hey if the coaching staff tells me this is what I need to do he did what he needed to do and and that's what I feel for I'm not I'm not against him at all I love JJ I've been praising him all year in a weird way James Franklin. Fucked JJ McCarthy just as hard as he fucked his own team mm-hmm. because, like that, that Penn State offense was so shitty that Michigan just didn't have to engage in any sort of risk. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of fucks JJ. But like, answer me this: Did you feel any difference watching Kyle McCord play this Penn State defense and JJ McCarthy? No, but it, it does bring a question though too that that we have worried about when it comes to Michigan as as what did the weapons on the outside look like? I know, I know. Like, like that's I the know. biggest difference. Not like Ohio know, State, like dude. you know, you had Marvin Harrison Jr. and and what has Michigan been able to do for for you know for two years now? They've been able to run the football and play great defense. What was the missing piece? Throwing the football, pushing the ball vertically down the field, getting explosive plays against good teams, good teams, not 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 teams that we know you're going to be up in the Big Ten. But the Penn States, the Ohio States, the Georgias, the Alabamas world, can you win on the outside and not be just a one-dimensional football team? And this did not answer that question. I thought they grew this season. This was not, to me, a, a, a confidence builder of we are more than one-dimensional when it comes to playing good football teams. Well, no, especially not because, like, you saw Maserati Marv take mm-hmm. over in that Ohio State-Penn State game. And you were like, okay, can Roman Wilson do something this weekend? And, well, the answer is no. Um, but let's not go too far. Like, Brett Rokemore in the chat says, I think Michigan's a good team, but I no longer think they can play with Oregon or Georgia. Again, we are vastly overrating Oregon, guys. Um, I think they would get pushed around. Like, Oregon's in the mix as well, but, like, what the fuck is Oregon done? Beat Utah? How many losses do you drop? Sure. Whatever. 
Um, I think Michigan's a good team. They no longer think they can play with Oregon or Georgia. I think they get pushed around by their O lines and D lines. Now, now the last part there, hold the no. fuck on. These are elite D lines that mm-hmm. you witnessed in this game. The front yep. sevens from Michigan and Penn State are fucking awesome. Like mm-hmm. that was the most fun part of the game to watch. Those are NFL guys. They're massive. They're strong. They're fast. They fly around. Like the line play will hold up with anybody in the country. It's the skill play where you should be concerned about these teams. Well, and I thought you made a good point too at the beginning about Michigan, who's won back-to-back Joe Moorhead awards. And I thought they've been great this entire season. Um, they got going right in the football. I mean, that's that's they, they committed to it, and those guys answered the bell there. But pass protection was iffy, and that's something that, you know, it, we go back to the past two seasons when they played Michigan, or excuse me, when they played Georgia, when they played TCU, you know, good opponents. The, the offense line crumbled, especially in pass pro. So, um, I, this was a moment where I think maybe you lost that Joe Moorhead award as well for Michigan. Maybe um, I'm not, I'm not as sure. I don't know if people care as much or as, as discerning as they are with Heisman. So I don't know if I believe that, but you know, if you're watching closely, I could, I could get behind that, but yeah. I, but I'm kind of biased. I still think LSU is the best offensive line. I'm in with the entire you. Country. I agree. I agree. But I don't think anybody's going to ever, I don't think they're going to win it. Uh, Aiden Likoski, T. Robin Aaron thoughts on coaches going for too early and chasing points all game. What? I, I I hated that I first. Did first I both. You, oh yeah, go ahead. You could you go. I, well, I, I didn't agree with both. Like you, you, you yeah. What you you essentially told your team like I don't trust you that you can score a touchdown, so I need to go for two now to make it a three score game. Where you did have two drives inside the five yard line. The first one obviously resulted in, in just three. The second one you got a touchdown. Like you you not moving the ball up and down the field, but you've had opportunities to score touchdowns and you did score touchdowns. Like I'm kicking a field goal. And then saying my team, like, let's go score a touchdown, make it 17-14, and we're up by three. So didn't like that one. And then at the end of the game, too. What the fuck was you the go for two and you don't end. yeah, you 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 don't want to lose the thought process of it's a one score game. You make it a field one score. I, I don't yes. understand what analytics would be like. What is what what analytics are informing James Franklin? Like, what's the difference between the seven and eight? Call. I've been trying that, that to work out. I cannot. Yeah, because you just essentially tell your team, oh, we're done. Like, we're not going to get the ball over. twice. Yeah. Like, maybe if you go down eight, you maybe you have that 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 glimmer of hope. And I don't well, think it would matter. They have out to that point, too. So, like, you could technically kick it off and yeah. use your two timeouts, get the ball with, I don't know, probably 40 to 50 seconds and maybe get a Hail Mary and then have to go for the two then. <laughs> but still better than having to say, like, this is the game right here. We don't get it. Hey, guys, a minute 50, it's over. Uh, have we been calling dumbest, the Joe Moore? Call. Have we been calling the Joe Moore Award the Joe Moorhead Award? <laughs> yeah, I think we have. <laughs> is it the former coach, the Joe Moore? State coach, Mississippi yeah. State. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is Joe Moorhead doing now? I wonder. Uh, Junior Blue 85, they looked average. Fellow, tell what it is. Again, I don't believe they looked average because I think Penn State is really good. I just think that Michigan looked less good than I expected. Yeah. I thought that Michigan was going to come out here and we were going to exit this game and be like, holy shit, they are clear the best team. Now, mm-hmm. I think Ohio State, Michigan, Georgia, mm-hmm. Florida State. You think you think Ohio State's offense could score against Michigan? And um, yeah, because I because I think like a guy like Marvin Harrison can't create. Mm. Um, but but I'm whatever. That game. I'm talking about teams. I think I think I Ohio State. And I said it the whole year. Ohio State's Ohio State is to me the best team. Just they don't have a quarterback I trust. Like if they had a good I, quarterback, I think they would win the game this year versus Michigan based on what I saw today. I don't okay, trust. So, I don't trust. I don't trust their quarterback. So what I'm saying is that's fine, but but then if you believe that, you still have to have them in the grouping of teams that can win the Natty. Then yeah, hundred percent. Like like like, 100%. like I have them. I I I, I went through Washington in there. You know how I feel about them. 
Um, I still think, like, I have questions about Florida State, but they could get hot enough. But the point of that is, it's actually a kind of excitingly large grouping of teams that we could feel like do it. And then, obviously, like Alabama, right, is in that as well. Um, this killed Ohio State too, into the sense of as we before we jump into Penn State. Uh, yeah. Now, like, what are their wins look like? Penn State once again looked like trash. So does that win does not look as good? Notre mm-hmm. Dame lost a week ago. So like their two big wins this year that they've been holding their hat on are have just gone to to craps the, the the past two weeks. So like we really truly don't know how good Ohio State is. Like we said, like oh well, they beat Penn think, State, look, they're great. They I, beat Notre Dame, great. Like, but I still think Penn State's really good. Like I still think Penn no, State's better than eighty five percent. But they're better than eighty five percent. Like if they were in the SEC, they would go like six and two. I would imagine somewhere around no, there, they probably no. win ten games. You no. don't think that defense? You don't think they're, I think they're winning? Right. They're winning ten games in the Big Ten. You're going to tell me they go to the SEC and win ten games too? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. Um, no but but the difference is that it would be a little closer. Some of those games would in the SEC. They're just smashing the shitty Big Ten. They're 15, which is a good football team. They're 15 to 20, somewhere in that they're, ranking. Yeah, that. That's, what I'm, that's what a 6 yeah. and 2 team win record will get you. Maybe, maybe that's more like 12, 13. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. let's talk Penn State, though, because there's a lot of talk of like, Drowler sucks, Drowler sucks. And first off, he's young. Okay. He had undue expectation put on him that he was suddenly going to be some sort of explosive quarterback when obviously the philosophy of Penn State is not they want to do that. Think about how you felt about J.J. McCarthy last year versus J.J. McCarthy this year. Like the story on Drew Aller is not written. And and yes, he struggled. And yes, there are moments that are just when you watch me like, what the fuck mm. are you doing? But me and Aaron independently arrived at the same analysis and what we're seeing out here and it's not all drew aller's fault the leadership of penn state is kind of fucking him up making Mm. him play so tight he is Mm. so clearly so terrified of making a mistake he's entering the analysis the paralysis by analysis type moment and i've seen it firsthand with quarterbacks that i played with back in the day it's an awful place to be it's a classic road to hell paved with good intentions because you're like, well, if I play super safe, I'm going to set my team up to win, but you end up having an inverse effect on winning because you're just not dynamic at all. You don't threaten anybody. You don't go for mm-hmm. any plays. And Aaron, I thought you said you had some really good insight about what it's like being there and how you're kind of waiting for someone else to win the yes. game as you're and just I, trying not to lose it. And I've had moments like like individual games where I've had like that mentality, not an entire season, like kind of what we're seeing with, with, with Drew Aller right now, where you're you're you've been told i'm sure with him too is like hey you have this elite defense you're at home let me just not make a mistake and we're going to stay in the football game like i'm not going to be the reason quote unquote why we lost the game because i didn't throw multiple interceptions i didn't cause turnovers i didn't call short fields for my defense so you go into this game of like let me just not screw up and the best example of that for me when i watch a quarterback especially young quarterback is the deep balls are you giving your receivers a chance? Yeah. Are you overthrowing them big that time? That one where, where he overthrew him by like 30 yards. Yeah. That's, when I, that's when I knew, okay, this coach staff's fucked he's, he's, he's walking to the sideline saying, at least I didn't throw a pick. Like yeah. that, like when you're not, you're yeah. like, at least I didn't mess up. And 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 that, like you said, that's not the place you want to be in as a quarterback where you're just playing not to screw up instead of playing to win the football game. And that is what I've seen from him this entire season. And you're not, at the end of the day, you're playing too good of football teams. Teams that can score points, 
And I don't care how good your defense is. The quarterback's going to have to make plays. I don't care how good your running backs are. The quarterback is going to be asked to make plays at some point during the game. And he's just playing. He's playing not to, not to lose. And, and I do think it probably starts from the top coming down. He's playing scared. scared. He's playing scared. And, and you know, what's funny about this, um, the one career interception that they keep referencing as a good thing is not actually a good thing. No, because it is indicative of everything we were talking about. Well, I, I got I got something about that too. So I was at a I was at a CBS golf tournament this past summer, and um, oh, Ronde Barber got up and kind of was giving uh, Matt Matt um, Matt Ryan some crap. And, you know, it was like we're we're doing like Ryder Cup styles, USA versus versus uh, Europe, and you know, so Ronde's getting up there first dinner. And he's given Ryan some crap about one of his favorite plays was picking off Matt Ryan for a touchdown. Bucks first Falcons, big rivalry. And then Matt got up afterwards and said, you know, in order to be a, a great quarterback, essentially you can't be a bitch. Like you're gonna have to take chances, you're gonna have to make mistakes. He was a little bit more colorful with it, but I'm not gonna call yeah. him like that. But like you get the point. Like you have Wait, to. Wait, so is take this chances. a public thing or is this just CBS employees in this room? Oh, it's like 16 of the, the announcers. Like we do like a, a That's an annual golf sick, trip. Dude. Yeah. Okay, so people are really talking that shit then. Yeah, like, like, it gets, bro, it gets okay, pretty it cool. gets in a lot of trash talk until we have Oh, fun. that's so like, it's sick, true dude. though. Wow. Like, look at like look at all the great quarterbacks, man. Like you have to push the envelope a little bit. You have to make mistakes. So that 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 Penn State's entire offensive stat line this entire season. Has been a lie. The yardages have been yep. a lie. Been His one interception is a lie. You watch the tape from the very beginning to tonight to today. That's what it is. It's 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 garbage yardage. It's garbage stats. When when it comes to push comes to shove against good teams, it's not a good offense. No, and but again, it's not all on. It's it. Uh, it they got a philosophical problem, man. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm getting older, so these references mean less and less of time. And I always say it's Michigan, Ohio State. I think we just have to accept that too. Like that, they're going to go ten and two again. They're just no. I think that's true. Level. I think that's true. But again, when you're not as talented, you have to engage in risk. Yeah. And so, when you're not as talented and you're overly conservative, you just don't give yourself a chance. So is philosophically, trying to, is he truly that. trying to win, or is he just trying to save face and not get blown out too? No, that's what I'm, that, that's exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. I mean, this is like, it's the classic, um, you know, I, I, I hate to be a little Malcolm Gladwell Andy and just boil everything down to Malcolm Gladwell, but when you look at like books like David versus Goliath and just kind of the sporting theories of if you want to pull off an upset, you have to engage in strategies that could lead to you getting even more fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be willing to th- to do things that may lead to you getting blown out and getting embarrassed, but it's your only path to maybe creating that upset against somebody who's better than you. Yep. And so it's just, unfortunately, Penn state's just not, just not, um, willing to do so. Uh, okay. Now I want to look, I want to get to some comments. I want to look forward to Michigan, Ohio state, but first message from the sponsor DraftKings. NBA fans. The wait is over. Basketball is back, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports duty partner of the NBA, is celebrating with an unbeatable offer. Right now, new customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for throwing down $5 on the NBA. Win or lose, like it doesn't matter. You start the season with an instant dub. And always remember the DraftKings parlays, everyone's got a shot at an even bigger 
basketball wins. So string together multiple bets in the same game or build a parlay across multiple games for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Bottom line is basketball is more fun when you're in on the action. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code TBOB, T-B-O-B. New customers get $200 in bonus best instantly for betting just $5. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBOB, T-B-O-B. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for a problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort, Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, Louisiana, 21 or older, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with Powerhouse College Athletics, UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLab joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order, visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. 
Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 90s baby says Michigan just shut up the world. I don't, I don't think that's true. Mm-hmm. But Michigan did do, I mean, if I'm a Michigan fan, I would be, I might even be watching this show and be like, fuck these motherfuckers. Like, they, they don't know what they're talking about. Whatever. We just went on the road. Top 10 win. It's, win. it's a really no good win, man. It's a it's great like win. It that's what I'm saying. It's so, a great so win. So there is an L. I don't think you shut up the world, but mm-hmm. it's a very good win. I don't mean to be flipping about that. And the Harbaugh thing, real quick, last thing on that is that it's, I don't know how to verbalize why exactly it matters um, because it's not like Harbaugh's calling plays. You know, it's not like some inspirational speech leads you to win, but if we look throughout all of human, if we look throughout all of human history, military history, there is something to be said for the general being on the battlefield, mm-hmm. right? Like the general sees one of the lines weakening. He just rides his horse over there, shows up and suddenly the troops fucking rally. Yep. Like there's just some, so I, it's a certain ethereal element there that Michigan had to overcome today. And now, now I will say because of the first four games of the season, they were actually, you know, they had a little practice at it, which does help like a yeah, but not, not, not a game like this that where you're on the road, but it's better, but it's but, better. And than I, going I will say cold. this, like, but I will say this really cold from someone who's watched a lot of Kirby smart pregame and halftime speeches. There is something to be said about your leader getting up in front of you and rallying the troops. And you want to run through a damn brick wall. So that's fair. That's, that's fair. I think it was, he's, he's, he, he will be missed, but I think it was for them. I'm not going to say like this is their hardest match going forward because Ohio State's going to be one, but for them, at least they get Ohio State at home. So this is the most hostile environment you're going to have to play in the rest of the season to the playoffs. And even then, it's not even like it's a fully 100,000 people going against you where it's like, we don't have our head coach. We're going into enemy territory. It's 100,000 plus fans going absolutely bonkers. And that the entire nation wants to see us lose us against the world mentality. Like they got through that. Like that's impressive without their leader. I think that now that you walk into that locker room and say, we can take on anything. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're walking away. I mean, you saw JJ McCarthy getting fucking pumped up after the post-game interview. Yep. Like they're walking away feeling good and they should yep. YouTube, YouTube watcher. I think he says it wasn't a pretty win, but it was a great win for Michigan. I would agree yep. with that. Um, Ron Bone says top 10 win away with a coach change without notice. Seems like a home run win to me. Look, it's again, a great one. Helpful. Again, fair. But if we're just splitting the hairs, I don't feel like Michigan's just the clear cut national. I think I wanted to favorite. see, I wanted to see the team that I thought they would were, and that is just a dominant football team on both sides of the football, a, a, a team that could throw the football against good competition to answer that question. They That's didn't. what I wanted to see. I just I wanted want, to see if they had come yeah. out, if JJ had really thrown, like mm-hmm. not to say that you have to throw your way to victory, but if he had had these like clear moments where he was like, no, no, I'm going to be the difference. We're going to take mm-hmm. over because I'm an element that they don't have that never coalesced. Maybe no. that strategy, whatever. But um, that that's why that's the only kind of quibble that I would have with Michigan. I agree. Um, All right. Michigan, Ohio state. I, I think the most succinct way that I could say this, Aaron is that on the other side of this game, Michigan, Ohio State feels more even than it did mm-hmm. coming into this game. Um, I believe Michigan was a clear favorite. I still think they should. They are. I mean, they're going to be at home and everything else in the last two years. But um, but it does feel like a more even playing field than I previously thought. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. Like I, I went into this this week saying, too, like if, if Michigan won and Georgia wins tonight, 
that both teams could have a shot to overtake Ohio State because kind of what we went over, like the Notre Dame win doesn't look as good. Now you have a common opponent in Penn State. If Michigan dominates them, that would look better on the resume. And they've kind of eyeball tests have looked better than Ohio State this year. Now I kind of walk away saying, I think if Georgia wins tonight, Georgia probably moves to one. I'm not trying to turn this into like a whole playoff breakdown. I'm just yeah, no, 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 but I don't think I, I don't think Michigan well, after today the committee will oh, yeah, not yeah, move yeah, Michigan yeah. over Ohio State is what yeah, I'm getting terrible. to right now. But I think Georgia yeah. still could. But this wasn't a win to me where the committee sits back and say, "Wow, they dominated a common opponent so much that we have to jump Michigan over Ohio State." I agree with that, but also I think that, and that this isn't going to matter because Michigan's already behind Georgia, but I think this is a better win than Georgia beating Ole Miss at home. Winning on the road against the top 10 teams better than beating Ole Miss at home. It is. I know you think Ole Miss is better than Penn State, but that's, but I do think Ole Miss is better than Penn State. I think, I think it matters. No, I know that. The game looks like tonight. I think the game, it matters what the game looks like tonight, too. It's fair. Yeah, that's true. Cars make up down balls. Um, ooh, I love this. What do you got here? Uh, probably know my third eye roll tied Alabama versus Georgia. Got my dude Aaron scared. It's okay, Mm -hmm. bro. Alex, hey. roll tide. Daddy yeah. is coming to Athens. Kirby, get out of daddy's chair. Uh-oh, Aaron. Uh-oh, are you scared? I mean, I, I think all America should be scared. scared. They look good, Kirby, man. Past two weeks, Kirby they look good. Has, Kirby has more national championships than he does wins against Nick Saban. That's got to be a little weird and confusing for Georgia fans. And, and he hasn't beat Nick Saban in Atlanta either. I think, what is he, 0-2, 0-3? Yeah. First Nick Saban in that, in, in that stadium. So uh, Alabama's they're getting better, and and Milro right now looks like a different quarterback throwing the football from inside the pocket. And and I'll give credit to you, T. Bob. You've said it all year. Kentucky's not like not a great football team, but you can just tell the confidence of him throwing the football and, and within the confines of that pocket. And then now yeah. throwing in the dynamic of him running on top of that. It's it's an Alabama team that may be playing better than anyone else in the country at the moment these past two weeks. Uh, Aaron, you about to head to Athens? Head to Athens. Damn! Just as a fan, just going to the game, just going to the game, just going. Are you gonna Are you gonna like go on the sideline and like pull yeah. a mellow and be like throwing the ball before the game and shit? Yeah, yeah, probably with Stetson. I think Stetson's gonna be there too. So the old quarterback's gonna get. Oh, wait, wait, well, hold on, hold on. Are you fucking with me right now? For real? No, he's there. That's crazy because he's been like out of the public eye, like very yeah. out of the public. I think eye. he's making it back. To, I think he's getting rewar- uh, awarded uh, with something. Uh, oh, okay. Game, so, yeah. Well, is he going to tell the announcer, fuck you? Like, they're going to hand it to him and he's going to, like, spit in the person's <laughs> face and then flick off the crowd and just leave? <laughs> I, I think he's going to punch me, honestly. You know, kind of the, the final the final straw in the whole thing. Oh, uh, my God. I hope we get video of Aaron and Stetson playing catch on the sideline before the game. Um, Last one here. John Schultz. Michigan haters moving the goalpost, trying to justify a beatdown, saying PS2 is trash. And it's say before the game, though. I don't think Penn State is trash. Um, obviously I think we've I've said Penn State trust the entire season. So like, yeah, I never moved the football. Like, that's where my, that's where the goalpost <laughs> that was for true. me. I've never, ever true. said that Michigan was a good football or Penn State was a good football team. So no. don't Michigan you is one of the top two or three teams in America. TC attorney, Ohio State's defense is pretty cool. I mean, are pretty yeah. good. Pretty good. Yeah. And no Chad, I know what you're saying in general, that is going to be a lot of the reaction is oh, actually Penn State's trash. Fuck it. Like, yeah. So I feel you. I feel it. All right. Look, we love you so much. Huge thank you to everybody else, uh, for everybody hanging out. We love this. My boy's Washington playing right now. Let's fucking go, Huskies. Hopefully, Shadur can come through for me. Come on, Colorado. Daddy needs that fifth win. Um, 
Y'all have a great day. We will be doing a recap show bright and early tomorrow morning. So be on the lookout for that. We'll be back live Monday as we are every day at youtube.com. Please like and subscribe. Um, Anything, Aaron, on the way out here? Anything else? That's it. Y'all have a great night. Great. More football to come. Yeah. Love y'all so much. Football, football. Let's go, baby. See you then. Thanks. Subscribe. Oh, yeah. Happy Veterans Day. Shit. Happy Veterans Day. The volume. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.